10 signs that one is guilty of financial infidelity. Hi everyone, welcome to FQ Mom Podcast. This is Rose Press Fausto, also known as FQ Mom. FQ stands for Financial Quotient. Your ability to make sound decisions and actions with regard to your personal finances. In other words, it's the IQ and EQ of handling money. And because FQ is not just a standalone skill, but it's related to the many aspects of life, we will be talking about so much more than just money. Are you ready? Yep, that is our topic for today's podcast. It is financial infidelity. Ano ba yun? Financial infidelity is hiding financial information, financial transactions, and other important money matters from your spouse or any partner you are in a committed relationship with that involves handling of financial matters together. Okay? And you know what? I want to use the Tagalog words to underscore the impact of our topic for today. Ito ay isang pagtataksil. Pinansyal na pagtataksil. It might be a shock to some of you who are so used to having their quote-unquote own money, even if married. So, I think it's best to establish some premises here by answering three questions. One, did you sign a prenuptial agreement that exempts your marriage from being governed by the absolute community of property under the Philippine Constitution? Yeah. If you want to know more about this, I've written... Uh, about this and I've also created some videos about it so just head on to fqmom.com and search for one heart one soul one balance sheet you know the reason why our constitution provides for the absolute community of property yung talagang lahat ng pag-aari mo pati yung mga minana mo sa kanununan one mo um, are now part of the uh, common pool, it is because the family is a basic unit of our society. Because of this, resources such as money is assumed to be equitably used for the benefit of the family members. Okay, now let's go to the second question as one of our three premises before we move on to the signs of having um, financial or <laughs> financial infidelity. Second question goes, did you have a verbal yet very clear agreement with your partner that you will not co-mingle your funds? Note that this is under the premise that each partner has adequate financial resources. Hindi naman yung lopsided na yung isa talagang she was assigned na to be the full-time homemaker at hindi talaga siya kikita monetarily, ano? So, that is not the case. So, because I do know some couples who have that verbal agreement, kahit hindi po mayroon man ang prenuptial agreement, na they will be managing their own sweldo or other sources of cash inflow. Okay? So, the third question to ask is this. Are you in an abusive relationship that necessitates your setting aside funds for eventual escape from your abusive breadwinner, meaning to say, you're secretly 
setting aside funds. Nako, napaka-common na story nito ng mga abused wives, diba? A wife who has no access to family earnings and adequate funds of her own, making herself endure abuse. So that's the common example. If you answered yes to any of our three questions, then non-disclosure of financial transactions, financial information, and other important financial matters will not form financial infidelity. Diba? So yun yung parang pinaka-exemptions. Na pwede, kong, pwede natin sabihin, hindi, hindi naman infidelity yun. However, if you answered no, so hindi ka naman pumira naman ng prenuptial agreement, wala naman kayong agreement ng asawa nyo na kanya-kanyang fans kayo, and you're not naman in an abusive relationship na kailangan ka magtago-tago, then there should be full disclosure of money matters. ba? So now let's go to the 10 signs. Here are the 10 signs that you may be guilty of Financial infidelity or in Tagalog, pinansyal na pagtataksil. Number one, you hide your debts from your partner. O, oh, secret utang. Meron ka ba nun? Two, you hide your excessive expenditures from your partner. Nako, I, th- I think I remember a scene from Crazy Rich Asians. Diba yung... Tinatago niya yung mga shopping niya. Ang uh, bibilis magtago ng mga helpers niya sa bahay kasi ayaw niya ipakita dun sa kanyang husband. Number three, you lie about the use of family money. Bawa tatanoyin ka ng asawa mo. Uy, ba, saan napunta yung ano? Ah, ginamit ko sa ganyan-ganyan. But it's a lie. So that's also financial infidelity. Four, you siphon money from Family accounts to other parties without prior consent or notice to your partner. So, siphoning off money from family accounts to somewhere else. That is also financial na pagdataksil. Five, you make big ticket expenditures that may affect your family's financial condition without the consent of your partner. So, tumitira ka lang ng financial ay uh, mga malalaking gastos na hindi ka malang nagsasabi no i mean even if you will um parang kumbaga even if your partner will find out later on pero tinira mo itong big ticket expenditure without concern i think that's also an infidelity 6 you lie about your income okay this is either in the form of understating your income or even lying about losing your source of income. Ako may mga kwentong ganyan eh. Na it's either the pride or they want to protect their spouse from knowing about the problems or financial problems. So they would just pretend to still be going to work. Yun pala, wala nang work. And siguro, this is sometimes ano, a good intention. Eh, parang in the hope that they will be finding work soon enough na they didn't need to tell the, the spouse. Pero I think that is also an infidelity. Seven, you lend large amounts of money without the consent of your partner. Diba? Obviously, family money. Yan, eh. Eight, you hide your bank accounts and credit card debts from your partner. 
I've seen quite a number of these story na nahihiya, pakita yung mga malalaking credit card bills kasi it shows. And take note that the credit cards really charge you a very high interest rate. Nine, you sell family assets without the consent of your partner. And normally, gagawin nyo yan through forgery because if it is already part of the community of property or even conjugal property for those who are married before the, the new family code, that is also financial infidelity. And 10, you pawn family assets without the consent of your partner. Even if you are pretty comfortable that you will be able to um, tubos, diba? Pagka nagsangla, tutubosin, get it back. You still have to get the permission of your spouse because he's also an owner of that property. So those are the 10 signs that you may be guilty of financial infidelity or pinansyal na pagtataksil. May I ask how many did you check among the list of five? Ay, sorry, among the list of ten pala, the ten signs. Okay, so kung meron kang na-check doon, either one or ten, let us try to talk about how to prevent naman financial infidelity. Just like any form of infidelity, it usually starts with one innocent and seemingly safe deed, seemingly safe action with no intention of hurting your loved one. As a simple coffee with an ex without informing your partner may lead to a full-blown affair, a premature purchase of a luxury using your credit card debt, using credit card debt without informing your honey can also lead to a full-blown financial infidelity. Kaya ingat-ingat lang po. You know, even the noble act of helping your relatives and friends through either outright giving of money or lending money without the consent or knowledge of your spouse may eventually result in a full-blown pinansyal na pagtataksil. So, let us be careful. And here are some measures to avoid financial infidelity. Number one, have a conjugal balance sheet. Siyempre, I'm always big on balance sheets. Diba? This is naman not that the very complicated nakaka-nosebleed na debit credit that really traumatized you in your accounting class classes. No? This is just a simple writing of your assets, uh, the things that you own which are of value, and the things that you owe, utang. Okay? So, if you want to know more about balance sheets, you just go to fqmom.com and search for balance sheet. And then, update this regularly with your partner. The, you know, the principle na sunlight is the best disinfectant. This really works not only in treating diseases, including COVID, diba, And protecting public funds through transparency, but it is also a good um, measure to use to protect your financial life as a married couple. Both parties should know where the, fun, where the money is, diba? where the family money is. So what, what else? What else can we do to avoid financial infidelity? Have a me fund. 
most cases of non-disclosure of financial matters stem from the feeling of loss of autonomy in handling one's money. Parang you feel na nawawalan ka na ng control just because nag-asawa ka. It is a bummer to still have to ask your spouse if you can go to the salon, have lunch with your friends, or for men naman to to have a drinking night with their barkada back in their younger days. Diba? So, having separate me funds for each partner where you have full autonomy, full control, will solve this problem. Provided, of course, that you do not do symptom number four in the list of ten. Ano yung four? You siphon money from family accounts to other parties without consent. Baka naman dun sa inyong common account ay nagsa-siphon off ka secretly dun sa iyong me fund. Wala, wala yun. Ha? So, that's not the case. That's what we're talking about. Na having a me fund to avoid financial infidelity. Full disclosure pa rin. Okay, what else can we do to avoid financial infidelity? Three, ask yourself the question, why don't I disclose this financial matter to my spouse? Diba? Be it a huge uh, purchase, an utang, helping a family or a friend. Is it because he or she will not allow you? Is it because you feel it is too much? Do you think that he will, um, he will not understand you if you tell him about this? It could be any reason. So asking yourself the question, why don't I want to disclose this financial matter to my partner will bring you to a clearer understanding about your relationship with the partner. And it will allow you to address any issues that may be buried somewhere. So, you can now attend to this issue. So, it's also a blessing in this, guys. Diba? Para ma-unearth na yung mga issues na nakabaon naka dyan. Four, always be goal-centric when talking about how you spend, how you save, and invest. In talking about money in general. Kasi nga, it's a very sensitive and emotional topic. So instead of accusing your partner of being too magastos or making the wrong saving and investing decisions, it is always better to relate the conversation to your family goals and ask the question, Honey, do you think we will be able to achieve our financial goals that we set if we go ahead with this spending or even investing, diba? This way, there is no accusation but just healthy reminders. Goals nyo naman pareho yun, diba? Okay, next. Five. Have healthy disclosures at the start of your relationship, even before getting married. Sana nga, before getting married. You know, someone who gets married without disclosing big debts is no different from someone who gets married without disclosing a previous marriage or even having a child. Why? Because previous spouses, children, and debts are all obligations and your new spouse has the right to know all this as you become yun nga, yung one and uh, basic unit of society. So again, remember that, ha? Not disclosing big debts is similar to not disclosing that you have a child pala or you had 
a previous marriage pala kasi mga obligasyon din to. Siguro kahit na wala ka ng obligation doon sa previous marriage mo, but sometimes they do have, di ba, yung mga alimony effect. But then a child? Naku, living thing talaga yan, ano? Tutuloy-tuloy yung obligasyon mo dyan. Alright, let's go to the next. Number six, come clean. If you have committed any of the ten items in the list of financial infidelity, it is better for you to come clean to your spouse and have a conversation about it. It is better than being caught, di ba? Mas okay na ikaw na yung nagsabi talaga, ikaw na yung nag-disclose, kaya ma, kaysa mahuli ka pa. Nako, na, nawawala yung patawaran pag ganyan eh. Because it's a deception. Ganyan. And the seventh, have shared financial values with your spouse. You can do this by first taking the FQ test. So, by the way, it is now available in both English and Tagalog. You can take the FQ test together and do the FQ exercises to discover your values, not just about money, but about life in general. As I say here on FQ Mom, talagang any talk about money has to be related to one's values. This is the best way to be on the same page and goal with your loved one which consequently makes it easier for the two of you to avoid financial infidelity in your relationship. If you want to take the FQ test, just go to fqmom.com and click FQ test. And then the other values-based exercises naman that I mentioned, which will really help your relationship to have for you guys to have a healthy financial relationship, these are all contained in chapters 4 and 5 of FQ Book 1. Again, you may just head on to our website if you want to have your copy of FQ Mom. It's also available in some online shops, by the way. So I hope that um, our discussion helps you uncover, nip in the bud, or remedy any brewing financial infidelity with your partner. Because you know what? No matter how loyal and truthful you claim to be to your spouse... But if you're not financially honest, you can still be called isang taksil. Here's wishing you all a peaceful financial relationship with money and with your partner in life. Maraming salamat. And I do have some um, announcement. I will be taking a leave from my Kumu show, which is every Thursday at 11 a.m. I will be back in September 2022. But for the meantime, we shall be sharing with you useful nuggets of wisdom through short videos on our video days, which are Monday and Thursday. And you can find them still on FQ Mom YouTube channel. So if you want to learn more about FQ Financial Quotient, just head on to our website, fqmom.com and follow me on my socials. That's FQ Mom on Facebook YouTube, Kumu, um, of course, this podcast, this one will go on together with the article. Still every week, I'll still see you every week. And what else? The FQ Mom on IG and Twitter. Maraming maraming salamat po. This has been Rose Press Fausto, your FQ Mom, wishing you all a high FQ.